0: Welcome back to the close of smoke. My name is Sam.
1: Hey and I'm Mag. Let's go.
0: What a banger! Spring sing never fails. What was his name? Was uh, not the king? What are they called? the boss? Oh, the boss! The boss. Boss. The boss. We are joined today by uh, two guests. Oh yeah, long-time guest.
1: Two guests in the studio today.
0: <laughs> long-time guest and another guest that here is the same name. Hey, say hello, boys. What's that? What's <laughs> that? <laughs> oh, man. So let's let's just jump straight into this because we are uh, straight part in. three? Part two. Part two. Uh, Was it part two? Yes. Yeah. Part two. Part two of chapter six. Last week, we looked at uh, uh, Jesus disobeying the Sabbath. I'm sorry. Jesus claiming mm-hmm. that he's Lord of the Lordship Sabbath. Lordship over the Sabbath. Sorry, the Pharisees saw him as disobeying Sabbath. Oh, yeah. And then him just picking his 12 disciples out of the multitude that he already had. Uh, so today we're jumping in through verse 17 and we're going to see uh, a very short version of what we see in Matthew. Oh um, yeah. Is the Beatitudes. Oh yeah. So if we're going to look at 17 uh, and he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd, with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the sea coast of, is it Tyre or Tyre? Tyre. Tyre. Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. That's yeah, kind of self-explanatory. I don't think we really need to dive in on that one. Right? Of course we do. Why? I mean, why? It's just the same thing that we see all the time. People were following Jesus because he could perform miracles. Yeah, you're right. Let's move on, but we continue but it's to the it's, beatitudes. So to the beatitudes, but this kind of what what you do need to know about seventeen through nineteen is that this just kind of sets this tone of what, for of what's, what's going on. on. Yeah, right. So he has this gigantic crowd around him, and they're 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 all there to to be healed and released of demons and all these other things. And instead, Jesus does what Jesus, only does. Jesus can do, and in Jesus fashion. Uh, instead of healing people in this moment, he decides to teach them something. <laughs> uh, My man. Which then, go- <laughs> which then goes to show us uh, that there is something to be said about teaching someone's spirit about heavenly things and how that can heal someone. Absolutely. So today we're going to see more on uh, the ethics of God's kingdom. And that's really what what this all kind of boils down to, right? Yep. Uh, so R.C. Sproul has this really good sermon mm. series on Luke 6. Uh, I would encourage you guys to go find it. <coughs> um, Absolutely. But in there, he he breaks down how the form of the Beatitudes was written in in what the Old Testament would call oracles. Yes. Right? So where oracles was the, the prophet of God was given something by the Lord to speak, and that would be the oracles. And they always came in uh, forms of four. Right, so it was four. It was four oracles of wheel, which was a good thing. It was an encouragement. It was yep. some type of exhortation, and then there was four oracles of woe, which was essentially do this or you're damned to hell. Absolutely, uh, so absolutely. And we ac- <coughs> we actually
1: see an example of that in the Book of Amos. Yes, we Amos do. chapter six verse one. Um, it says, "Woe to those who are uh, who are at ease in Zion, hmm. and to those." Who feel secure in the mountain of Samaria, and we all know what what ends up happening to the people who go and they worship in the mountain of Samaria.
0: Tell us, man. Tell us. Tell tell the
1: people that don't know. Catastrophe happens. Ah, <laughs> catastrophe. That's not the place of worship. It's, it's not-, not the place of worship that God ordained to to for Him to be worshipped. Mm-hmm. It's in Jerusalem. Yep. So, woe to those. And then we. That's where we start to see. That's it's just a very good. Um, Uh, Contrast there and then you also Mm -hmm. have the contrast in the book of Matthew chapter chapter 23 verse 25 and he says uh, uh, And the New Testament Jesus condemned the Pharisees for their hypocrisy saying woe to you scribes and Pharisees Hypocrites for you travel across sea and land to make sick to make single proselytes Mm. And when he becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much a, a as much a child of hell as yourselves. Talk That's about weird. talk about Jesus bringing down the fire
0: and brimstone there a little bit. For real, it's 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 almost like when he tells when he tells his disciples, "Woe to you who would lead one of these astray." You rather tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the ocean. Absolutely. Go you drown yourself before you take someone down with you. <laughs>
1: but that's basically the picture of woe and, and wheel and so on and so forth. So when you see woe, it's not a good thing. When you see wheel, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Blessing. It's a good thing. All right.
0: So here we go into the Beatitudes, which this is a very significantly shorter version than what you see in Matthew chapter five in the in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, so verse twenty through twenty three it says, And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for your for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the son of man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy for behold, your reward is great in heaven for so their fathers did to the prophets. Mm.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: So, So just throwing, throwing verse 23 in there first, uh, What did the Jews constantly do to the prophets? They killed them. They killed them. Constantly. They didn't want to hear anything that they ever had to tell them. Well, I mean, what what message were the prophets bringing? The Lord is going to wipe you out
1: if you don't repent. You better obey the (laughs) Lord. You better turn or burn, homie. Turn or burn. Turn or (laughs) burn. And Presbyterian prophets, baby. Uh, No, but what I'm telling you is that the prophets kept bringing these messages of, guys, you're not obeying the Lord mm-hmm. and you're not worshiping the Lord properly. Mm. And this is the part that people hate to hear. Yeah, Everyone thinks that the way that they worship God is the proper way of worship. When God has been very, very clear on how he ought to be worshiped. Mm. I mean, what do you think God, what do you think if we, for example, we don't have any nowadays, but if, if, if we were to get a prophet like Isaiah or Jeremiah, a weeping prophet coming to us, weeping and telling us you're worshiping God the wrong way, well, what would you do? You've been would, worshiping God like think, this for the past 25 years. I
0: would think my life is a lie. Yeah. Well, probably Easily. Not. Probably not. I'd probably look at them and call them crazy. Yeah, I'm I mean, most people would. I'm following the Bible. What do you mean in worshiping God? <laughs> and, that's, and this is exactly,
1: and this is exactly what the Pharisees and the scribes and all of these people and the Essenes—that's what they all thought. Yeah. They were all just, "What are you talking about? We're worshiping God the right way. Look, mm. we're following every single one of these 613 commands. Mm. We've even made up more along the
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get us started on the 400 years of silence where they decided to. Continue to just create their own traditions. Yeah, or read
1: the Mishnah and, the, <laughs> the, and the, uh, uh. the Talmud and all these things. I mean, they come up with so many silly things in order, and for the sake, for you know, in the name of worshiping God.
0: Mm. Like covering themselves in bags in an airplane. Oh my gosh, don't get me started there.
1: Let me start it on this. But j- j- let's go ahead and let's let's, let's go ahead and <laughs> proceed to. Um, Blessed are the poor. Yeah,
0: so let's look at the blessed sides. Uh, let's look at these uh, oracles of wheel, right? So blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. So I believe that Matthew says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit." Mm-hmm. So there's 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 this connotation of uh, humility, almost. Well, here in in the book of Luke, and
1: the, the in reason Luke, in Luke
0: it's cha- it changes though, because in Luke it's more economic. Right. That
1: that 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 style of writing is called ellipsis. Right. So that means that the the writer is convey is writing something that is plainly conveyed in the text mm-hmm. so blessed are the poor right that's it like that's it. there's nothing else there's there. nothing else to it but we know from matthew mm-hmm. that blessed are the poor in spirit right they're both talking about the same thing it's just that matthew elaborates a little more and luke uses ellipsis to go into the next
0: point and so on and so forth mm-hmm. uh, but blessed are the poor it's uh it's an interesting one, especially when he looks at the economic standpoint. Because it's like, if if he's talking to his disciples, his disciples have chosen to leave their professions to follow Jesus, and that's that's essentially what Jesus says to every single person that says, "I want to follow you." Okay, well, drop everything you're doing, sell everything you have, and come follow me. Like, and even and then even like where Jesus tells people, like, "Well, I have nowhere to live. I, you know, I don't have anywhere to lay my head at night." Right. You know i am poor myself like this is this is this is the ethics of the kingdom where it's the poor people here are the ones who will inherit the kingdom of god and i think it's i think it's because it's like there's there's always this standpoint of the poor people usually don't have anything to look forward to if that makes sense like their their lives are very budgeted and poor doesn't necessarily mean like you're flat broke like you have nothing like it could just I mean, what's the what's the what's the poor, the the poverty threshold here in the States?
1: Uh, tw- I want to say, man, I would love to say like 28,000, I think
0: yeah. of, uh, so if you household if you're, income, yeah, so if, if you if you are Below if you're living 000. on your own, or in your household, you make under $28,000 a year, yeah. you are your whole house impoverished. Your whole household, like, household making like, like if you make under twenty eight thousand, but your parents are making one fifty each, you're not poor. Yeah, you're not poor. <laughs> you're not poor. You have someone, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're, for sure. You're okay. You have a part time gig at McDonald's, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But poverty is that yeah. like your whole entire household doesn't make more than twenty eight thousand dollars a year. Sure. Uh, and this is this is really those people who are looking for hope. These are those people that are really seeking something outside of themselves to save them really
1: you know the the bible talks a lot about um the poor mm-hmm. it has a lot to say about the poor the bible uh the old testament disting- distinguishes amongst uh four different groups of of people who are poor and um and it evaluates these people differently you know the four uh for three out of the four groups uh the amount announce- the the announcement of God is mercy and love and kindness Mm -hmm. take care of them yeah that's what he says Um, that's what the Old Testament really categorizes to and then for the fourth group the announcement is condemnation
0: yeah so and just to give you those four yeah, really quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I see we both use bro. Oh, we a, <laughs> absolutely did. We absolutely. If you are not mean, using honestly, RC,
1: bro, if you're not using RC to study, what are you doing with your life? I have no idea. Uh, when, when even when John MacArthur says that RC's pro was the greatest theologian of the 20th century, bro,
0: bro, go go read RC's pro stuff.
1: He, you know, he published more than John MacArthur. I know he he's did. published uh, like significantly
0: more. But he also did smaller books. Where John McCarthy did like full-blown no, commentary. No, 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 of, like, <laughs> no, no. There's, 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 there's a blog topic. There's going
1: to be a blog topic soon,
0: guys. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So so the four groups of poor people outlined in the Old Testament are uh, those that are due to catastrophe, so natural disasters and things like that, uh, those that are due to oppression, and it's, and it's mainly government oppression. So it's, I love, uh, in in the sermon that I was listening to Sproul, he mentions, um Uh, one of the ways that the government does this is through lottery. Lottery tickets. Through lottery tickets. And you know what's really funny? I actually did, I took a, I took a, um, it was a statistics class at UM that I was taking in a master's program that it was the, the, the professor actually helped build the algorithm for the Georgia and the Florida lottery system.
1: Hook it up.
0: And the reason why he quit was because when he was bringing the algorithm to try and, you know, hey, let's try and fix this in a way where more people win more often, they're like, no, that's not the point. And he was like, what do you mean? That's not the point. And he's like, well, the point of this is, you know, to keep people buying lottery tickets. And he's like, yeah, but the people that keep buying lottery tickets are the people that are most impoverished. The people that people keep buying lottery tickets are the people that are most impoverished and all you're doing and you go and he, they had to do like research study and everything in order to work with the algorithm. And it was literally like 80% of the people that buy lottery, their yeah. household income is under $40,000 a year. Absolutely. And they're spending nearly 10 grand a year on lottery tickets. Oh my gosh so it's literally keeping them poor trying to win the lottery because they're trying to find a hope in mega millions
1: well that's that's
0: very similar to the cigarette industry oh absolutely but then you look at that and it's like okay well if you're poor what is your hope in Mm -hmm. and what jesus is saying here is blessed blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of god he's telling you if you're poor it's fine it's, it's 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 okay it's, to be. It's, poor. It's okay to be poor. If, Majority of the world is poor. If it's if it's within these three things, absolutely. If you're being oppressed, if you're if you suffered some type of catastrophe, or for righteousness' sake, you know you, we meet missionaries who we had a professor, Professor Dunneman. Yep. Professor Dunneman. eight languages, never eight that. languages. This man exclusively only reads the Bible in from Greek. cover to cover in Hebrew and Greek every single year, in and Aramaeus. he is. And air and he is entirely a missionary. He would literally have a little canister. <laughs> we called he, it the classroom tip jar. We called it the classroom tip jar. <laughs> but he literally had a canister at the on his desk every class.
1: This man had no shame. He would collect tip gas from, money. This man would collect tip from struggling seminary students,
0: asking for <laughs> gas money because everything that he did was <laughs> missionary work. Everything he did was missionary work, and everything was based off a of donation. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, it's it's. It's he's impoverished for righteousness' sake because he's Mm -hmm. spreading the gospel. He's constantly evangelizing, he's teaching people like teaching people the word of God. By the way, I still
1: I can still read. I don't know what I'm reading, but I can still read Greek. A little bit on my Uh,
0: head. Yeah, practice. Just (laughs)
1: practice. Forget that. For what
0: we have it translated. Anyways. uh, and then that fourth one was due to slothfulness, and that's the one that Jesus condemned. So if Mm -hmm. you're lazy (sighs)
1: Sorry to tell you. There's have condemnation there. There's it's no, sin. there's no mercy. That's there's a no sin. Love.
0: It is a sin. It is a sin. He, Paul says it best. It's uh, he who's not willing to work does not eat. And you know what? And it's funny. My grandma used to tell me uh, tell me that all the time when I went through all the garbage. Hey, just, <laughs> hey, Second Thessalonians, bro. Second Thessalonians three ten. If
1: anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat.
0: Mm-hmm. But again, for those three, blessed are those. Because theirs is the kingdom of God. So we move on to the next one. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. So he's, it's 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 again just that same notion, right? You you're going through hunger. I will satisfy you. Do not worry. Uh, the next one. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. You know this is, this is I think a bigger one, mm-hmm. where it's it's it it kind of goes in line with the with the with the passage that says um, the Lord is close to those who are brokenhearted like he gives his comfort to those who are in pain right and he restores their joy like i think it's um, pain comes in the night but joy comes in the morning morning yeah like it's it's when you're when you're with the lord when you're close to the lord like he gives you this joy that is going to Cover everything. It's 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 something that you can't comprehend.
1: Absolutely. I and mean, you, everyone has those days where they just wake up days. super happy and joyful for mm-hmm. no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing special has happened. It's just a regular Friday the thirteenth, and you're just gonna wake up fantastic. <laughs> Literally today. It's already Friday the thirteenth. This it is when is this being 13th. recorded.
0: It is. It is. Freaky Friday. Hey, I love that movie. It's funny though because I, me and my me and my wife, me and Steph, we always when we pray at night before we go to. Before we go to bed, we pray that we will be woken up in the morning, refreshed and joyful. That's what we always That's pray beautiful. To be, to pray. We, we pray to be woken up refreshed and with joy.
1: I always ask for slumber. Oh, yeah. nice. And
0: Let's then, keep going. Uh, and then the last one, blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. That's some very interesting Ethics and economics that Jesus is pumping out. Read it again. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. There's a lot there. There's a lot in there, and I think I think one of the one of the cool things that Sproul had mentioned, Mm -hmm. and yes, we're gonna be. Referencing Sproul a lot in this one because he does a lot of good work on it. But uh, one of the cool things that Sproul had mentioned was that "blessed" is something that has been lost on this generation, and in the, the sense of the meaning of the word.
1: Well, a lot of people, and what he says is that most people equate blessedness with happiness, mm-hmm. and it has not like they're they're not synonyms. They're not. They're, you can't join them together because. They're very different. Happiness Be happy because you're poor. You know, very it, it's, happiness is just very circumstantial, <laughs> extremely circumstantial. Right. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fleeting feeling. Well, oh, blessedness transcends all of that. Every mm-hmm. single, every single little bit of that is transcended.
0: Um, but he says, but he says to the Hebrew, and this is, and this is something that's always that's always that we should always keep in mind, especially reading through the Gospels, is that Jesus is speaking mainly to Hebrew people he's mainly speaking to the jews so he has to speak to them in a way that they would understand sure so that even the language that he uses is language that they would understand and honestly on that like for a christian unless you go into the old testament and seek to understand the old testament the way that the jew understood the old testament you're not going to really be able to understand the new testament the way that you're supposed to absolutely and i think um a really good book is by D.A. Carson mm-hmm. uh, the Old Testament use in the New Testament yep. he does a very very good job of being able to link all those things together and he kind of does the homework for you to where you don't have to all you have to do is read the book right uh, or just read the book uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things that he said is that um, you know for the Hebrew for, for the Jew blessed meant that you were being brought into a very close and intimate relationship with God yeah like you are being blessed by the creator of the universe. Right. There's there's no higher blessing that you could ever receive from anyone, and the fact that the creator of the universe would even bless you and call you blessed, he's, it's it's something that should be something very special to you. Well, I mean, imagine
1: if, if you have if you have that mentality of blessed being join together with your communion with the Lord. Mm. What does that do through that to that oppression of being poor? Because of oppression? What does it do when you're poor for the righteousness' sake? What does that do to you when you're poor because of of what was the first one? The first one was um because you're poor
0: poor, hungry. Uh, no, poor, no, hungry, no. weeping, and reviled.
1: No, the force, the first category of poor, which was... Um, oh, catastrophe. Uh, catastrophe. That's the word I was looking for. What does that do to you when you realize that you're blessed, that you're blessed because you have communion and relationship? Our, our atonement is satisfied in Christ, mm. who is the perfecter and finisher of our faith. But not only that, he's the creator of the entire universe and the sustainer of Every life form in the entire galaxy.
0: I think if we're going to look at it from an application, an applicational standpoint for our own life, when you, when you really kind of hold on to this blessed are you statements, what it does for you is that it changes your perspective of your life. I may be poor but my father in heaven is rich.
1: And I think this is I uh, this is I may be
0: hungry, but my Saviour has satisfied my soul. Absolutely. Like I I, I I may be weeping, but I'm receiving the best comfort that I ever could. Absolutely. Like my maybe may I may be getting made fun of or being pushed out or whatever it is, but I know that it was for righteousness' sake because I was doing it in the name of Christ. And so I, I think, have no issue.
1: And I think this is a perfect theme given the fact that that Luke here is writing to the poor and marginalized in society. He's not writing to academic scholars, right? He's not writing. Um, well, technically he is. He's writing to the Roman dignitary. Well, he's writing to a <laughs> Roman dignitary. Excuse me. Uh, I misspoke, but he's keeping in mind in his writing. He's mm-hmm. keeping in mind the plight of the suffering, poor, marginalized Greek. And Jewish community that were being forced and oppressed by Rome Mm. and all all while these people are thinking Jesus the Messiah he's here our Messiah is here to deliver us from all of this oppression blessed are you Mm. blessed are you that you're poor that you're poor because of catastrophe oppression because you're but be careful don't get lazy He's writing here, keeping that plight of, of poor and marginalized, not giving you that false hope, hmm. which is what a lot of people, a lot of people right now, you scroll through social media and it's just bombarded, bombarded, TikTok, Instagram, everything is just bombarded with people trying to get you rich, trying to sell you courses, trying to sell you all of this Pick garbage. up these
0: 10 side hustles.
1: Oh my gosh! If I see another dude pressure washing, oh my goodness! It's not a cheap shot, but my Instagram dog—I kid you not, bro. Everyone is either pressure washing a roof, they're pressure washing a car, they're pressure washing a sidewalk, they're pressure washing everything. That's why. That's why I, I don't watch. know why my neighborhood is so dirty. They haven't come through my neighborhood. That's why. That's why I watch the pool cleaners. But yeah. for the sake, the, the, the illustration is that the pool cleaners. That's another one, bro. That's another one, and and then the social media marketing people and almost like oh my gosh, there's everyone's trying to get rich. Mm-hmm. But none of those people are blessed. Mm.
0: And there's no comfort us, there. See, that kind of takes us to the next section. With the woes, Right. So, the very next one, and it's and it's cool because now it's a comparison and contrast almost, right? So, uh, verse twenty four. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. You're, you're you're getting whatever you want Here on earth It doesn't mean you're getting it in heaven You're not getting it eternally Because you decided to chase after your riches And your greed mm-hmm. So you have what you have You got what you wanted There's your consolation uh, The next one Woe to you who are full now For you shall be hungry Guess what When your food runs out And you die And you're standing before the Lord And he says sorry What's going to satisfy you then uh, Woe to you who laugh now For you shall mourn and weep Again Happiness Happiness is a fleeting, is a very fleeting feeling. And after that, there are so many people. I think it, I think it was Robin Williams.
1: Oh my gosh, man. Rest
0: in peace, man. He, that's he the was, goat. he would, that's the goat right there. <laughs> Robin Williams is a man who loved to entertain people and make people laugh. Yet Absolutely. that man was so depressed on the inside. He was. And he was the one that always, I, I'm probably going to butcher it, but he was one of those people that would always go towards the saying of, you know, those who are making everyone laugh and smile check up on those people because they're probably the ones that are going through it the worst. Like there's a reason why they're laughing now and it's because they're probably trying to cover something up.
1: More there's something wrong in their
0: life that they're not willing to talk about with anyone. Well, this
1: is where we have to, where we have to care for people. Our care and our affection for people should surpass the superficial. Mm. I have a buddy of mine who I can't stand him. He's so annoying
0: <laughs> because
1: everything with this guy is just deep. Deep. You ask about the weather. Say, Hemi. Oh my goodness, this <laughs> guy can't have a con- can't have a normal conversation with this guy because everything is so deep. But you know what? Every time I have a conversation with him, I just feel better. I feel refreshed. I feel refreshed. It's deep. It's hard. It he just challenges you to dig into Scripture. He challenges you to, and, and this guy has memorized the Book of Proverbs absolutely good lord cover bro from beginning from chapter one to chapter chapter verse 31 you do it's him (laughs) just got to call him (laughs) um but all i'm saying is that conversation if everything is superficial and light and easy everything is going to be a joke and we're Mm -hmm. never going to get down to the depths of things this is what luke is doing Mm. and he is he is attacking the superficiality of culture and saying hey guys hey theophilus there are bigger fish to fry mm. than the oppression of Rome.
0: And just to let you know on that superficiality side uh, if you're only a superficial person, discipleship will never happen with you. Uh, never. Never. You will never be able to get discipled and you will never be able to disciple anyone else.
1: That's what discipleship is.
0: You have to go deep on it. You have to. You have to push back. You have to push through all this like, all this crap and go from the woe to the blessed. Mm-hmm. And that last one, and this is like the gut punch. <laughs> Uh, Woe to you when all people speak well of you For so their fathers did to the false prophets That one That one's probably like the biggest woe Because it's So their fathers did to the false prophets The people who were talking crap The people who were going against God all the time The people who were telling you No, that's not what the Lord said No, that's not what he wants for you No, that's not what scripture says No, you have to do this tradition Not that one This is how you worship, not that way. I mean, it's bad. Watch out for the people whom
1: everyone speaks well of.
0: Oh, that guy's amazing.
1: (laughs) Beware. (laughs) Beware. Because in order for everyone to talk well about you, you got to be two faced. You have to. Because not everyone. Sees eye to eye on mm-hmm. everything. No, when you start, when, when iron sharpens iron, trust me. I'm not talking good about the guy who's sharpening me.
0: Mm-mm. Nope. there's actually a. We're not gonna name any names to not host any people, but there was a. <laughs> there was a there's there's a there's a pastor. He's still a pastor, well known pastor. Uh, people always speak highly of him. or they, you know, some, a lot of people now have things to say about this guy Uh, but we have a buddy of ours who went to this guy's church and uh, sat in the front and everything and as the pastor was coming out they 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 looked down the road they're like all right get up get up he's like for what for real? like is Jesus coming out under the stage no (laughs) no 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 no. the pastor's coming out you got it you got to stand up you got to applaud and he's like uh no (laughs) <laughs> like they're like, then you have to get out of that seat. What do you mean I have to get? out Yeah, that seat's only reserved for the people that are going to stand up. Oh no, this isn't this. This is not the church for me. And he was actually trying to get a job at that church, mm. and he walked away that day. He's like, if this is what this pastor's like, I'm not staying here. I'm not no even going. I'm not even going to entertain trying to get a job there. That's it's impossible, and that's exactly what it is. Those who speak highly well. Pfft,
1: aware of the ones that everyone speaks so highly of. And if
0: you're one of those people, you got to start doing some check on yourself.
1: There's a certain artist out there. Uh-oh. It's an unpopular opinion. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh-huh. But if you're a fan of this artist, I yet to meet someone who disdains this artist. Everyone loves this person. Regardless of gender, creed, belief system, every everyone this loves artist this artist.
0: <laughs> Honestly, in my opinion, probably.
1: She's a female artist. Uh. Everyone loves this person. In my opinion, I can't I can't love you. No. If everyone speaks highly of you, they're you're not being upfront about something. Mm-hmm. There's something there that you're scared to expose
0: that people will not like. Now, imagine what this was doing to the Pharisees that are listening. Because, in every, it, j- just, to, just to let you know, in every single one of these moments that Jesus is teaching, there's always a Pharisee or a scribe. Oh, always. Because they're always. always following the crowd. They want to know what Jesus is saying, they want to see how they can catch him. And imagine you being a Pharisee and hearing this. Well, people look at to you as the religious right and people speak highly of the pharisees and how righteous they are and then their traditions and their morals and everything else and guess what this was directly attacking them this was this is this is this is otherwise known as the upside down kingdom yeah and where those that are high and mighty will be humbled and those who are humble will be brought up
1: that's right
0: and that's what this is blessed are those who are humble woe to those who are haughty and prideful I'm just gonna finish it. We're gonna have to have a part three for this. Oh, we are. We (laughs) are.
1: I just want to finish it with this. If you're a man pleaser, you can't be a god pleaser. Ooh, and that you can quote me on that. You can look up Galatians one ten on your own time. Mm. Can't (laughs) uh, excuse me. You can't please both God and man. No, you can't. We can't. It's impossible. You gotta pick one or the other. And if you pick God, everyone else is gonna be pissed. Blessed are you. Blessed are you,
0: and we'll leave it there for the for this episode. Join us on our next one where we re- conclude chapter six. Hopefully, no, nope. maybe not. Yeah, we we'll probably finish it up. Maybe, maybe there's two more parts to this. I
1: think honestly, I think that we're gonna we're gonna end up looking at two parts. Yeah, I two more parts. Two more
0: parts for chapter six.
1: It's a hefty chapter, guys.
0: And then sorry, be, and then be prepared next year for what we got coming up for you. You won't want to miss that one. You will be blessed. Very. Grace and peace, y'all. Love you guys.